And this, of course, is Juno. Like the city in Alaska. No. No? Should we sit down and get to know one another? Oh, I thought I'd get some drinks. What would anyone like? I have Pellegrino or vitamin water or orange juice with All of our maker's mark, please. She's kidding. Junebug has a wonderful sense of humor, just one of her many genetic gifts. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to So What'd You Think? For those of you who don't know, this is a movie podcast show where me and a guest will come on and we'll discuss a movie that we've just seen for the first time and give sort of our immediate reactions. Today, I've brought on uh, one of my good friends, Jesse. <laughs> hi. <laughs> yep. Thanks for saying hi. <laughs> Thanks for coming on, Jesse. It's an honor to be here. I've mm-hmm. really been waiting in line a while, and yeah. when you called me, I got really excited and dropped everything to be here. Are you mocking me? No. Are you? I can find a different guest. Oh, well, we just <laughs> spent the whole two hours watching that film. That's so. fine. I'll find someone else. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so anyway, um, we watched Juno. We um, yeah. Uh, for those of you who don't know, this is came out in like, 2007, starring Ellen Page and Michael Sarah. Jason Bateman, other famous people, J.K. Simmons, yep. Jennifer Garner. Nick and um, I bonded over, we both hadn't seen it and were embarrassed because it just seems like a classic. Anything with yeah. Michael Sarah, you just have to have seen. So yeah. I was telling her, this is one of those movies that I've just lied and I've told people I've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> gotta do what you gotta do. But now I'm admitting it to everybody on this <laughs> podcast. So. <laughs> so keep it hush. Yeah, that's just kind of what happens. But uh, yeah, so we're just we're going to do spoiler-free thoughts just for... A little bit for those who hadn't seen it, and then we'll get into it. Um, but yeah, so Jesse, so what'd you think? Yeah, um, totally different than what I anticipated going into it. Thought it was going to be sort of a quirky rom-com, not the gushy type. Just something that was funny and made you feel kind of awkward, but also like really appreciated the teen romance. I don't know. And it was just super different, but I really liked it, especially how it tied together in the end. Mm-hmm. That's the spoiler free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think what the first hour of this movie I was like pretty much anticipating. That was kind of what I was expecting, but I think the last half hour or so kind of takes a different turn and like it plays with themes that are more like mature, I think, mm-hmm. than I was expecting from this movie. Um, I was really pleasantly surprised. Yeah. I really enjoyed this movie. <laughs> I agree. I Yeah, we'll probably talk more about this, but I am very curious if it did take on a perspective of like a social critique about like teen pregnancy and like the Mm -hmm. woman as the one who carries the child and stuff like that because I didn't really think that this movie would have that big of an underlying message but it seemed like you said to have a lot of themes that maybe it did Mm -hmm. and was a lot of like the director's thoughts about the issue I guess yeah I agree I mean I I really thought they were going to play a lot of like teen pregnancy and stuff and I was expecting it to be like pretty progressive because of they're talking about teen pregnancy. Like they're probably going to talk about it in like a positive light. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was really surprised. There's like other themes in there as well, like class yeah. and like a certain thing, like being like a single mother and like certain things like yeah. that. That I was impressed that they went for, especially like in 2007. I don't yeah. know. It just seems almost more progressive than movies that come out now. Yeah, I agree. And I was just really surprised by that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess to explain the plot to anyone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, so basically it's about a 16-year-old who gets uh, pregnant from her best friend. They're not even really dating, and that's played by Michael Sarah. Right. Um, and she decides to uh, give it up for adoption, and uh, the people who are going to adopt it is Jason Bateman, Jennifer Garner. And so the whole movie is just basically her getting pregnant and 
Yeah, right out, right out of the first two minutes, you find out she's pregnant. That's not like a yeah, that's not really thing a to develop. So yeah, that's like <laughs> right. the whole plot pretty much. Yeah. Well, do you want to get into it then? Yeah. Just, just go ahead and spoilers. Okay, cool. Spoiler, um, spoiler. If you haven't seen the movie, go see the movie. Or you can listen to our spoilers. Oh yeah, we just don't care. There's plenty of people. <laughs> I've heard so many people that are just like, oh, I just I don't see the movie, and then I just still listen. Yeah. Hey, whatever gets wow, to listen. The true right? fans out yeah, there. Right? Oh <laughs> right? my gosh. Spoiling movies left and right. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, what do you want to talk about first? <laughs> um. I thought the animation was cool at the yeah. beginning. Like, the opening scene went on a little long. Yeah, <laughs> there's a point Nick and I are just, like, watching it, and then, like, four minutes later, it's still the intro, and I'm just looking at him, and I'm like, well, this is long. Like, But yeah. it was it was well done. Yeah. It, was it, like, drawn? Yeah. Is that what it was? I I, or was so. it just supposed to look like it was drawn? Yeah, I think I don't, so. I don't really know. It was cool, though. No, I agree. Yeah. I just like the whole style of the whole movie in general, too. Like, the way they did this, like, they broke it up by seasons. Yeah. And, like, it was drawn in pencil and, and stuff. And the soundtrack. It just, it was definitely the aesthetic that worked really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the certain aesthetic, like, it made it so, like, pleasant to watch. Yeah. Like, I feel like this movie is, like, ultimately like, extremely rewatchable. Yeah. It was just, like, very happy to watch. Like, it's kind of funny and, like... It's just, like, the music makes it really, like, nice. It's just, like, very quiet, like, acoustic guitar and, like, this girl yeah. well, just, like, talk singing. And it seems like some, like, I'm not sure how popular it was when it came out. I feel like it was pretty popular because if it was 2007, we were, like, 8 and 9 and we still knew about mm-hmm. it. But I feel like if something like that came out now, like, at Sundance, like, that would be huge. You know, just, I think it's such a cool, let alone the big names that were in it, but just, like, the style of it. And I don't know. It, it just, it was really a quirky unpredictable film which that's always Mm -hmm. my hesitance going into rom-coms I don't really like them because I feel like from the trailers you can already tell what's gonna happen but this was so not like that I don't know yeah I wouldn't even really call it a rom-com necessarily it's more about like just Just coming of age almost yeah Yeah, it's more like coming of age and like just about like the setting is almost like a rom-com but it's more like about her right yeah Yeah. it just happens to like have romance in it I guess I don't know if that's a good explanation of that at all but um, I also thought it was just funny how, like, the, the kid, like, they really acted like 16-year-olds. Like, it, I felt, like, pretty accurate. It's like, like the, she had, like, a hamburger phone. And right. it's, like, they have, like, posters all up on their walls. Right. And they kind of, like, they talk like like kids, you know? Like, yeah. it doesn't feel like they're, like, old people who are pregnant. Well, I, I thought, let's see, I did make a note of that, where um, I thought they really, they did fit the high school that wasn't, unbelievable but I thought that they depicted her as pretty mature you know what Mm -hmm. I mean so like Mm -hmm. it's still like she's the 16 year old but they depicted her as like pretty mature of the situation like sure she was just goofy but like in a way that you liked her and related to her but I don't know I just was wondering if that was sort of a making a statement I think it is totally intentional yeah everybody thinks that oh my gosh 16 like dumb like uncultured like why would you fall into that but it's like she was a very respectable young woman you know this wasn't just like some girl like throwing her body around like this was clear I don't know I just thought it was it was really interesting how they chose that right and I to go in like in the actual spoiler I think which is like the fact that there's like this weird interplay with between Jason Bateman like the dad and Ellen Page the adopting dad yeah right and I think that's kind of the point is like she's almost more mature than he is yeah and I think that is, like, almost kind of what the theme is. I want to talk to you about, like, what the overall theme yeah. you think of this movie is. But I think one of the themes that they're trying to go for is that, like, it doesn't matter what age you are necessarily, but there's, like, immature and mature people. Right. And it's, like, 
she was more mature than he was. Yeah. And so it's just like teen pregnancy. That's kind of like the idea of teen pregnancy. It's like even uh, the stepmom says that when she's like yelling at the technician. Right. She's like, you know, there's like, there could be parents out there that are horrible together and like negligent parents. Right. And you're like, you could think they're good just how, how they look. And right. you're assuming that all teens are going to like raise up to like horrible children. You yeah. Know? Yeah. But it's like, don't judge everyone just because of their age. Right. And I um, think that's a lot of the film is like, overcoming stigmas like especially the stepmother mm. I think every movie ever you're prone to n- dislike the step parent and mm-hmm. her first introduction I remember was a little like oh gosh is she gonna be you know one right. of those but she was awesome like we like she's right. like my favorite character by the end of it and it just showed and like I think I made a note of it at the end when Juno does give birth it's her best friend by her side and her stepmom and that's it mm. and I was like that's so cool like the stepmom played like Oh, and there's one part that explains Juno's real mom divorced. They Her parents got divorced and ended up moving somewhere on the other side of the country and just had a new family of three new kids and, like, basically forgot about them. So it just shows, like, you don't have to be the stereotype of what a correct nuclear family is. Like, this stepmom was a better mom than hers was. And right. I guess a spoiler of... Yeah. Um, (laughs) They're gone. (laughs) Jennifer Garner and Jason Bateman eventually getting a divorce and Juno still deciding, Mm. like, she is still a fit mother is, like, sure, it's not that ideal nuclear family, but, like, if they had stayed together, that would have been way unhealthier. So it's, like, I don't know. I just think it's, yeah, it's a cool, like, a lot of the film was, like, everything is not as it seems and what you think is correct, like, might not be what's correct. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was really interesting too. I wrote a note about that with the stepmom. It's like I feel like she's really given a good, like she's good representation for stepmoms yeah. out there. Because yeah. I feel like I don't. I don't think I can name another movie where there's like a, a stepmom that's like a a positive figure right. in the film. No. Seriously. And I feel like Allison Janney always plays like angry yeah. or like evil people. Yeah. And so it was really nice for her. Like when I saw her in the movie, I was like expecting her to right. be like the classic stepmom. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the whole this whole movie is like proving like stereotypes wrong. I agree. Um, yeah, I think that was cool. Yeah. It's very progressive. Yeah. Like, that was what I wrote at the end. I was like, this movie's, like, just super progressive. Yeah. And the fact that, like, she ends up, or, like, the, the daughter, like, Juno ends up giving the baby to Jennifer Garner's character at the end, even though she's a single mom. Right. I thought that was just, like, really... Exactly. Nice. Like, very empowering. Yeah. Like, oh, and, yeah. Yeah. I'm very, I'm surprised. In, like, yeah. 2007, when this came out, I'm just surprised that they had this kind of message. No, I agree. Really That's why dope. I think right now it would be so popular. You know, mm-hmm. just such, those are, like, such good messages to, I don't know, hone in on. Mm-hmm. So what do you think the th- overall theme was then? Do you think it's, like, proving stereotypes wrong? Or do you think it's, like, that, like, age doesn't matter? Like, what I was kind of saying earlier, like, age doesn't matter. It's, like, people can be mature, immature. Because um, there's also this other theme I think they threw in there. It's, like, that love isn't always permanent. And right. that's okay. yeah. Which I, I like, too, that, like, she, there's this whole conversation that Ellen Page has with her dad, and she's basically just saying, like, like is there, like, can people just be together? Because she's so upset that, like, the couple that she's going to give her kid to are, like, going to get a divorce. Right. And he's like, well, I don't really know about that. Like, clearly, I haven't always been with one person, and but, you know, I've been happy for 10 years with a stepmom, yeah. with, your, with your stepmom, and that's working out. Yeah. So it's like, that's a very progressive idea too like people always grow up with this idea of like marriage and love is like eternal but that's like really not always true yeah 
And like, you just have to come to terms with that. I think that's like, okay. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't think there's really one overall theme. I really do think that scene when she's getting the ultrasound can sum up so much. Like one sort of the classism kind of thing of this pretentious ultrasound woman thinking she's all high and mighty because she's looking mm-hmm. at this teen who she assumes is broken and dirty kind of thing. And once again, the stepmom like steps in to defend her kind of, th- I don't know. I just think that scene is a really good representation of like, lady, like who do you think you are judging me and you don't even know me? Like, who are you to judge a single mom for adopting a child? Like, who are you to think she's unfit? Who are you to think that a stepmom can't be a real mom? You know, just like all those things. And sure, I think it was wise to not keep the child at 16. But even in the beginning, people were like, why aren't you getting an abortion? And it's Mm. so looked down upon that like, oh my gosh, this girl, she said everybody at school is talking behind her back. And like, it's just kind of that like, I don't know, why, why do you think you can judge me? Like, you don't even know what's going on. And I just feel like that applied to multiple layers in the entire thing like Mm. usually you'd see jason bateman and jennifer garner in their big fancy house with their you know uh successful professions and assume they're a happy family they're so i mean their newspaper ad was like ideal family and like we deserve a baby and then it's really not as it seems at all so i think that's kind of the theme it's like everything is not as it seems (laughs) yeah no i totally agree with that I also like what you're reminding me of, like, I just, I like that they didn't focus on the other high school kids, like, making fun of her. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of movies that are similar to this will, like, focus on, like, oh, like, she's always getting made fun of in school because she's, like, the kid with, who's, like, the teen pregnancy. But it's almost like what the movie doesn't really care about focusing on that. Yeah. It's more about, like, her journey rather than, like, because all, like, you don't need to show it. Like, she right. says it at one point to, like, Michael Sarah that, like, everyone's making fun of her. And that's, like, really all you need to right. know about that. They, the movie went in different directions yeah. than I was expecting it to. Like, I was, like, pleasantly surprised to yeah. see they didn't focus on, like, certain things. Yeah. Know. Okay, so uh, along the topic of not showing it, okay. I'm curious on your... So at one point, I wrote, <laughs> where is Michael Sarah? Because I, like, love him. Obviously, the movie is him and Ellen Page. Like, that's what people come right. to see kind of thing. And I felt like he wasn't in it for the majority, you know? And yeah, he did dip, like, for, <laughs> like, I, yeah. two-thirds of the movie there in the, I'm, in the middle there. I'm curious what you think about this. I, okay. one, had the one take of, is this supposed to represent how this is the woman's decision? You know, like, it's her body, mm. and should she allow the man who impregnated her if it's not really her husband or her boy, or, I don't know, their boyfriend, that was kind of a blurred line best friend right um (laughs) best friends is it that like a man shouldn't have a say or what do you think because we didn't even see his reaction when she decided to tell him she didn't get an abortion because she told him she was going and then didn't and then next time you see them together he already like obviously knows because she's pregnant so i just think it's really interesting how they just took a lot of his role away i think yeah no that is super interesting I'm not, yeah, I'm not totally sure how you're supposed to feel about it because I don't necessarily dislike him for any of it. Like, no, not at he, all. He almost seemed like he wanted to be in the loop more than she was yeah, letting him, yeah. which is interesting. Um, but I mean, in the movie, it was definitely feel like it was focused on her. And mm-hmm. I think the point was just like to get in the mindset of like the girl going through that. Um, but yeah, I don't dislike him at all for like mm-hmm. not being a part of it. Like it seemed like, okay, she's like going to have the baby, like she's having the baby and she's going to give it up for adoption and like 
there's not really much he can do about that situation other than just like be there for her when she needs him right and she just didn't need him for a lot of it yeah and when she did he was there you know right and he was totally respectable the second she told him i'm pregnant he said what are you gonna do like and yeah, not, that was so cute. Yeah, and it, yeah, it was not at all in a way of like, what are you going to do? It was kind of like, I'm with you, whatever you want to do, you know? Yeah. And it was a supportive, and she was like, I'm going to kick it. Like, it's going to, like, I'm going to get an abortion. And he was like, okay. Like, he knew it wasn't his place, you know, to mm-hmm. say what should happen. But I just thought it was really interesting. Because I think, I remember back then, I haven't seen the trailer in a while, but like the previews, it seemed a lot like it would focus on them. You know, the... Right, whole, I thought he was going to be in it more right, as well. Right, so I think that's really interesting. And I'm wondering if that's just like, like you said, just kind of like, oh, no, they just chose to focus on her and kind of this Jason Bateman thing, or if it's like that critique. Well, because I do think there could be an argument made that this is a rom-com and that this is like like a romance between the two of them. Mm-hmm. And I think it's like, but it's told from her perspective in a way. So like they're together at the beginning and then she he gets, they get, like she gets pregnant and that kind of like pushes them apart in a way, and then she has to go through this whole journey, mm-hmm. basically like coming of age and just like mature as a person, and realize that he's like the person she should be with. Right. And then once she realizes that, is like that's when they can be together, you right. know. And then that's like kind of their happy ending together. So it's yeah. like almost like he needs to be out of the picture for like their relationship yeah. to work. I don't know. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. How she kind. It was interesting that they began with just an automatic, like, she's pregnant. You got no background. You got this, like, funny scene of them kind of doing it. You know, it was just kind of a joke. But you got... <laughs> I love that scene. Yeah. <laughs> it was just their lips. Yeah. Him eating Tic Tacs. There was absolutely no <laughs> background of, like, their relationship at that point. You know, you didn't really know, was it a hookup that, like, they'll never see each other? Was it, like, they're dating? You know, you just didn't know. And I thought it was interesting enough for the majority of it, like she didn't really think about him at all. And then at the end was like, I think I'm in love with you. And I was just like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think there wasn't enough. It didn't explain their background long enough. Like they had that one Mm -hmm. conversation where he's like, we could get together again. She's like, we were together. And then she's like, I think I love you. And I'm like, wait, like when did, big jump. Yeah. When did that connect for you? Especially after you were low key pining after Jason Bateman. Like, putting on the lipstick. You know, it's just Yeah, like, that was a little weird. We can talk about that later, too. Yeah. But, yeah, so this is what I read. I was curious what your thoughts are mm-hmm. on this because I f- kind of feel like he's too good for her. I was kind of getting that vibe. Like, I, I do ship him by the end, I guess, because right, they yeah. kind of make you do it. But, like, in a sense, he's kind of too good for her. And she's low-key manipulating him throughout this whole movie. Yeah. Like, he's, like, clearly in love with her. And, like, she doesn't even treat them as dating. Right. And then, like, she kind of pushes him to the wayside. And then he's, like, trying to, he's, like... His heart is broken. He, like, finally tries to get over her and, like, goes after yeah. this other girl. The girl she, she recommended. Right. And then she just goes and shits on him. Like, I don't... And then she's, like, yelling at him. And, like, and he's, like, he has a whole art... Like, he says that whole, like, speech basically just, like, I should hate you. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't, you know? Mm-hmm. And he just, like... She has this, like, sort of leash on him. And then, like, by the end of the movie, she finally has her revelation. And he's just been waiting the whole time for her. And, like, they, like, right. they're just going to be happy together now because, like... He waited for her. Yeah. You know, it's like almost like he should have moved on and like... Well, yeah, uh, that... I think... Well, one, I think it is... I think her outburst was definitely stemming from the, just the frustration and like... A, just, yeah, like the whole situation with Jason Bateman and then also the turmoil at school, you know, whatever it was. Like, I'm sure that's more what it was. And 
as much as like it's so easy to love Michael Sarah, like I think anytime he steps mm. on screen, you can't not like him. But it is like, okay, yeah. you impregnated this girl, like maybe you could, you know, go to her house and like make a little more of an effort. You know what I mean? Like just saying like Hmm. And once again, that was background like we didn't know because it just switched from season to season so rapidly and was like, she's not pregnant. And then like, she's like eight months pregnant. So you don't, obviously we're not supposed to know what happened, but I think it is like he, he tried, I'm doing quotes. I forgot this podcast. (laughs) You can't see our quotes, everyone. My air quotes. Um, But, um. I like how you lean into the mic and you're like, hey, by the way, I'm. (laughs) By the way. Um, ew. I bet they all literally just like ripped out of their headphones and they're like, <laughs> oh, why is he talking so close to the mic? Oh my gosh. Um, now I forget what I was saying. It doesn't matter. Uh, it does. Anyways, what was that quote that um, Bad Babby said on Doc? Oh no, it was someone else on Judge Judy and they were like, this might be your series, but this is my episode. So that's right, me. Let's focus. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> basically I think it just kind of demonstrated the immaturity for both of them you know like I don't necessarily think he was too good for Mm -hmm. her I think she did kind of take it on as like this is me this is independent and like I don't need you and he was like well what what the heck I do think he could have made a little more of an effort if he wanted to you know what I mean but I think the fact that we're arguing over this is just like shows how complex they made these characters with like such little like how short the movie was and how like little they wrote about them necessarily like like there's like pros and cons to both of them and I I could see how you could pick either side like you could be very pro Michael Cera pro Ellen Page right I don't know it's just it seems very realistic they're both very immature people Mm -hmm. and they both like made mistakes but they're both like right good-hearted people and you like kind of want them together you don't know like I don't know yeah it seems like a pretty realistic relationship right you know no yeah especially at 16 everybody's freaking out like if that kind of thing happened it'd be like oh my, like, what? Like, how are we supposed to handle this, mm. like, adults? Like, I just learned how to drive. So, right. yeah. Like, overall, they're handling, they're hand, everyone in the movie handled the situation, oh like, gosh. pretty yes. well. Supportive parents. Yeah, seriously? So wow. <laughs> wow. I, like, hope, like, all parents would react like that. Yeah. But they just, like, they were great. J.K. Simmons, yeah. Allison Janney. The best. The best. <laughs> Go you guys. Adopt me. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, what, what other thing? We kind of just got into the the heat of all of those themes right at the beginning. <laughs> um, let's, I mean, we could talk about Jason Bateman oh, and that gosh. whole, that whole weird love interest. What do you, what do you think about that? Is it like, I don't know. It felt almost a little bit out of place in the movie. I don't, I'm not totally sure if I see the necessity of it other than maybe it's like part of her journey, like realizing the, like, I don't know. Is it for her to eventually come back to Michael Sarah to like realize Michael Sarah is like in a way more mature than Jason Bateman. Like I don't know what do you what is the point of it? Like I don't right. I think like why why did they have to like potentially be a romantic interest for Jason Bateman to get a divorce? Right. Like why couldn't he just have gotten a divorce? Right. And like why did he have to have this weird relationship with her? I don't know. To I discover think, that. I think it's a lot of like what you said earlier of like demonstrating that he wasn't mature like probably not as mature as her you know and that's not something you'd expect of like a 35 year old like whatever I don't know I I think it was really interesting I mean definitely from the beginning you could see it in his face that he was not and like he Mm. wasn't ready to be a father like he didn't really want it that was really 
Jason Bateman is just honestly a really good actor. Yeah, like, yeah. underrated. Because, like, in that first scene, we both thought the same thing. Just, like, the way he... He responded, like, with a decent answer. Mm-hmm. But, like, it was the way he said it and, like, his facial expression. Yeah. You're, we're both like, oh, like, he doesn't want the yeah. kid. And it, I don't know. This is very... This is very good. But, yeah. yeah. Um, Continue. <laughs> well, I think the... Yeah, I don't... I mean, I think I, the romance is what definitely, like, made it a very different... Um, What's the word? Um, whatever. A film that like. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> well, something just like lightning just struck outside. Yeah, I saw that. I kind of got distracted too. <laughs> just um, cut all of it out. But, um, it, it was just a curveball. And I, I thought yeah. the way they did it was super well done of like just in the beginning, him like teaching her the guitar. And it was just right. like, oh, we were just like hanging out. And you're like, oh, that's harmless, whatever. And then she comes over and they it gets, watch like, a movie. progressively more and more like Ugh. yeah and then Ugh. there's just and then you're like no they could just be watching this like this could still just be like a cute like kind of father daughter thing and then right. they're like and then she says like what does she say like i'm pretty and crazy or something and he's like that's for sure and she was like what and then the wife comes in you're like wait i caught that like i saw that and uh, so yeah. then i think everybody knows by that point um i don't right. i think it was necessary i think it was good i mean it, it definitely like, it threw me off, like, right. the, in the whole movie. Like, it, it made it unpredictable. Yeah. I was, like... Like, there was a certain point in the movie where I was, like, I don't want this to go yeah, this way. Yeah. This is the way it's going. Like, I don't yeah. want them to hook up. No. I don't want this to be a movie where all of a sudden it's, like, he's... Yeah. Like, hooking up like with a, a 16-year-old. Predator. Yeah, it's, like, a weird... Yeah. But it kept me on my toes in a way. I don't know. So, I guess it... Maybe that's the purpose of it was just to, like, be unpredictable or... I yeah. don't know. I don't um, know. I don't necessarily mind it. I just, like, am a little confused by it. I yeah. I just haven't processed it long enough. I don't know. Yeah, I think it just shows the cracks in a seemingly perfect family of, mm-hmm. like, she literally saw their ad and was like, this is, like, the best couple. Like, they seem so happy, and it's great. And it's like, oh, actually, it's literally falling apart inside. And it right. is it is interesting. I think the fact that they did this once before with a surrogate and it didn't work out, like, why he didn't know then. Like, was it Ellen Page that, like, made him realize, like, there's someone better out there? But then it was Yeah, weird. that's, that's kind of interesting, too. Yeah, I'm not sure. I just feel like his character is ultimately kind of scary for, like, a person like mm-hmm. me, like, my age. Where it's just, like, I, I kind of can relate to him in a certain way, but I'm, like, 19. It's like, oh, am I not going to be any different when I'm, like, 35? No, <laughs> like, that terrifies like, me, thinking you can marry someone thinking one thing, and then low-key they're hitting on the 16-year-old, like, behind your back. That's yeah. just weird. Yeah, I just... It's a very interesting character. I feel like that's, like, when you, th- like, at least when you're a kid and you think of adults, you think of them as, like, being very mature and, like, responsible mm-hmm. and, like, they want kids. And yeah. it's interesting that, like, he felt so unfulfilled yeah. and, like, felt that he was, like, maybe that's what the point of Ellen Page is, like, it reminded him of a youth mm-hmm. that he, like, never felt completely satisfied with. Like, she's, like, showing him all this music and, like, right. stuff like that. Like, it's, like, oh, like, there's so many other things I want to do. Like, right. she's kind of reminding him, like, oh, why'd you sell out? Like, yeah. why didn't you be with the band? Yeah. So maybe it's not necessarily a romantic thing, and right. it's more like just like a reminder of like what he could have been. Yeah, and he was thinking like, I, I don't think he ever realistically thought they'd be together, but mm. just kind of in his head of like, if we could, it'd be almost like a do-over. Like I could live my dream, and I wouldn't have this woman. What the heck? Oh my yeah, god! Did you guys hear that? What? Scary. But yeah. Yeah. No, I agree, and I think I think that's actually probably what it was. I don't necessarily think he thought they were gonna like hook up or right. anything. But like when they when they dance together and they they're playing, she played him a song or whatever, and he's like, "Oh, this is a song I danced at my senior prom like right. in '88 or whatever." And I think that 
song like took him back to a time mm-hmm. when he was like her age and it was like him realizing okay this is like what I was missing yeah okay I think I get it now yeah no, I, agree. <laughs> I think okay. I think it was all just about maturity because I think that was like a major theme it's just like maturity and mm-hmm. like it's not necessarily like age doesn't equal maturity you know right I also just think this, this is like a very different character for Jason Bateman to play. Yeah. I, like a common complaint of his is that he like plays the same guy in every movie. Like he's just like that sarcastic guy. Right. And to an extent he was this, but it's like very subtle and how different, like it was just a little bit different. Yeah. And that he was just like this immature, like he's almost playing a 19 year old. Right. But it's just, it's Jason Bateman playing yeah. a 19 year old, you know? Yeah. Where it's like, I, I don't know. It was just very good in the way, the, the facial expressions and the yeah. way you could like. It was like that perfect touch of creepy but, like, not creepy. Just in a, like, are you suggesting what I think you're suggesting? Like, I'm not necessarily right. creeped out, but I'm hoping this isn't going there. Yeah, I'm just a little suspicious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because there was a point where we both kind of felt bad for him in the beginning when we thought Jennifer right. Garner was the overbearing. And that's, I think, that's what they wanted you to believe, yeah. too. Like, they wanted you to like him more than her. Mm-hmm. And that kind of kind of flips. Yeah. By the end, you're, like, oh, yeah. all supporting her. Yeah. And you're, like, ah, He's fuck Jason Bateman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Um, but I was honestly very surprised, too, when... That when he said they were gonna like split, mm-hmm. that actually surprised me. I don't know. I don't normally always get surprised in movies, but for whatever reason, this is like. Well, and I think that also represents the immaturity and the selfishness of like he couldn't. They couldn't even hold on. I guess it was too far past that point after he admitted that to Juno. But it's like they could have almost faked their relationship to get the baby, and then he could have mm-hmm. split. But the fact that he tried, he literally like tried to screw her over. Kind of thinking like, oh, well, she wouldn't give you the baby if you were a single mom. And he's like, I'm dipping. Sorry, it's all about me here. And she's like, I really wanted that baby. And he's like, Yeah, I know. Like, do you who? think he was doing it at like to like get back at her or anything? Like, I, or was it? No. Just, I think it was purely just like self interest. Yeah, I think so. And like, he just didn't care mm-hmm. like how that would affect her life. No. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty shitty. Yeah. <laughs> Um, if you're listening, Jason Beeman, we are not fans. No, I'm just no, kidding. We love you, dude. Love you in Arrested <laughs> Development. <laughs> There's always money in the banana stand. Classic. It's a good show. Yeah, you guys should watch that. Him and yeah. Michael Sarah. Yeah, I know. A little reunion there. I know. It's kind of weird. He was playing his dad in Arrested Development, and he's no, kind of the other love interest in this movie, question mark. Uh, I don't know. Um yeah, just other like technical things about this movie. I thought the the way it was shot was really cool mm-hmm. too, especially in the beginning. Like they use a lot of like close ups to like, like I don't really know like this word, but like it showed like the intimacy between yeah. them. Like even in like, the weird like funny love scenes that mm-hmm. they have. But like uh, when I noticed it particular was like when she said that she was pregnant to Michael Sarah like right at the beginning of the movie. It was like these really close up shots, and like you felt like the tension yeah. just by like the shot. Like they weren't saying anything, and they were just like. Close up of their face, yeah. and they're like, oh my god, oh my god, like he's, she's about to say it. Yeah. I don't know. It was just very, like, well shot. Like, the whole movie felt, like, this, like, warm and, like, intimate yeah. feeling. <laughs> I agree. And just, especially how they did the sex scene in the beginning, like, it didn't feel, this is gonna sound so weird, but, like, it didn't feel wrong to watch. It felt, like, funny. You know what I mean? Okay. You enjoyed it? <laughs> Stop. Guys, everyone, Jesse really oh loves the sex please scene. Please change my name. <laughs> um, no, I thought more... I don't know. It made it... I think a lot of issues with, like, teen pregnancy films and all that is, like, you're either supporting it or bashing it, and I don't think this movie did either. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, just in the way they portrayed these things, I don't know. Yeah, it was more like, okay, this is a thing that happened, and we're going to deal with it. Yeah. It wasn't like... 
it wasn't like she's the worst like she yeah. should have educated herself on like protection yeah there, was, there wasn't any of that mm-hmm. really it wasn't like oh like you fucked up like, yeah you should have done this yeah there was none of that yeah which i think is important like yeah. like you're 16 if that's gonna happen like you made a mistake right like, you don't need people just like telling you you made a mistake right. you need to like find a solution and I've, I've honestly always thought it was really noble when people like carry out the pregnancy you know mm. put it up for adoption or do whatever you need to do because I think like well I don't want to get into that debate but I think that would <laughs> what are your she- thoughts on abortion Jesse <laughs> <laughs> no 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 but I do think that like she said in that one scene with him by the lockers like wearing that like the male doesn't have to wear that you know he can kind of like dip his head he can go to the movies with friends like he doesn't have you know to be thinking about it constantly when that's like all there is for her and obviously a woman who finds out she's pregnant realizes that's gonna happen in the next nine months especially the last six months where you're showing how hard that would be to Mm. like especially in high school where everything is scrutinized so i just i think it is cool that it like didn't say whether like oh she's like you know, brave for doing this or like, oh, she's really immature for letting this happen. It was just kind of like, yeah, it happened. And like, that's not our focus. It's like the focus, but not, right. you know. Yeah, it was more about like finding like the solution to it than like right. focusing on the problem of it. Yeah. Which I think is different. Mm-hmm. And that's not really what I was expecting too, yeah. which is cool. Um, not to get into abortion or anything, but, <laughs> but I do think it was funny in, earlier when she was going to get an abortion and then there was like this one like... Uh, like Asian student that was out there oh, like protesting yeah. and yeah. she was like um, what did she say? She was like Babies have fingernails? Yeah she was like babies have fingernails and like they like they have like they should be born or something. She said the yeah, word born yeah. or whatever and I was like like their whole conversation was just so like ill-informed on both sides right. and it was just so silly. It just like I feel like it was like a little bit of commentary just like showing how silly right. both sides can be about it. Yeah. That's all I want to say about it but I just thought that was <laughs> And yeah, they're both. It's it probably was not this deep in the like character casting for that girl, but just kind of showing like, I'm sure that girl had never been involved like sexually with anybody in any form, you know. Mm. So it's just like the representation of like it's not your body. So mm. why do you think you can tell someone what to do? Like you've never experienced anything on that realm. So how can you tell someone that has done something completely different than anything you know? Like what's right for them? Right. I do think this mate this movie. I feel like it's, like, very universally loved, partly because it is, like, not coming in with an agenda necessarily. Mm -hmm. Like, it's, like, progressive, but, like, not coming at you that way. And it's, like, not pro-abortion or, like, anti-abortion. It's not, like, anything like that. It's, like, it shows just, like, a pregnancy. And it's just, like, how you can interpret it, you know? I thought that was, it's cool that they kind of did that. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I will, the way they set up the abortion clinic was definitely not in favor you know like with the girl with all the piercings and then like uh, yeah but i know what you mean yeah but it's not like they're like there wasn't any character that was like oh you can't right. do this because like there was no like conversation right. about that it was just yeah. like that was an option that you could go she didn't happen to go through with it right but other people do and like that's just kind of like how yeah. it is they didn't dilly like it's good that they recognize that as an option because it would have been unrealistic if she's like, so I'm carrying this baby to term. And it's like, right. well, you're 16. Like most people would think of that. So it was like her and her friend had that little talk for five seconds. And she's like, yeah, I just realized I couldn't. And her friend's like, all right, so what are you going to do now? You know, it was just kind of like, right. we did address it and now we're like moving on. And like, I'm not, right. that's not right or wrong. We're just moving on. Yeah. So. It was just like, it showed it as an option. And now there's like, this yeah. is the other option. And this is like what they're going to do. So I thought that was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, other things, I just like, I really liked 
Like Ellen Page and Michael Sarah is very likable. Yes, I don't know. she is so quirky and cool. She's and so, so funny weird. too. I loved her sense of humor. In this yes, whole thing. Like, I agree. Her, all of her jokes. Were her just one-liners. Like, yeah, it's just so funny. They were so. And I just like how no one else laughs at them. Yeah, <laughs> like, and she's like, cool. funny. Like she doesn't care. Yeah, I just I like that kind of humor where it's like people say funny things in like serious situations and like no one finds yeah, it funny. Like, anyways, like, especially yeah. Jennifer Garner just kept being like. Yeah. Honestly, Jennifer Garner was pretty good in this, too. And she was, too. Mm-hmm. I feel like... I don't think she's necessarily a bad actress. I think she just plays unlikable people in every movie I've ever seen her in. Yeah, she's always clueless. She's always like... <laughs> I'm giving a clueless face. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but, yeah. No. I mean, I think... Yeah, I think all the character cast... I think the dad was super likable. I think um, Liberty Bell really stole the show, though. Oh, yeah, most underrated character. For those of you who don't remember Liberty Bell. <laughs> I don't know she, how you could forget. But I don't know how you could forget. You should rewatch it. She's in about 30 seconds of this film. Maybe. She, maybe. Maybe 15 she, seconds she, of screen She's though. the younger daughter of, of Juno. Also, what are these names? Not, not her younger daughter. <laughs> or younger sister. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, not younger daughter. That would... Yeah, I don't... That was a little unexplained. And, like, why she was having that cigar or not cigar hype for like the duration of the film let's just redo this last couple minutes (laughs) oh when she had the pipe at the the beginning of the movie yeah I think I I don't know where she found that yeah it was just I think there was just stuff that's like it's not supposed to be looked into like you're not supposed to care why she's called Liberty Bell it's just like yeah just go with it is that like supposed to be like a thing on poor people or something (laughs) like poor people give I don't know. Is that? Yeah, I, I don't know. know what they're trying to go for that. I think it was just funny. They were just like, yeah, why not? Yeah. This, girl, this character's literally irrelevant, so yeah. we're just gonna call her Liberty Bell. Yeah. I also back on like the whole like how it doesn't the movie doesn't really take a side. I feel like they show class in a good way too, mm. where it's like they show like Juno is like comes from like a lower class family, and then like Jennifer Garner and Jason Bateman come from like a clearly like middle upper middle class type of family, and I feel like they show. Not necessarily one is good or bad or the other. Like, they kind of, both people comment on each other's, like, lifestyles. Mm-hmm. But they're not, like, dissing one or the other right. totally necessarily. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I thought that was interesting. And it's, like, it's very subtle. Just, like, how they, like, you show the ni- nice neighborhood and then you, like, see Juno's car. It's, like, this yeah. old beat-up car, like, pulling into their nice driveway. Right. And just, like, the subtle things and, like, how the dad, J.K. Simmons, didn't know about Pilates. And yeah. just, like, little Yeah, that's things. true. I didn't even think of that one. Um, so, I don't know. I feel like both sides... Whether you're, like, rich or poor, like, you can relate in a way where it's, like, you can be confused by other people's cultures. Well, and, like, I would much rather be in the supportive family environment of the lower class family, you know, even though you'd think, oh, money, like, money makes your life easier. Clearly not. Like, clearly Jason Bateman doesn't have an issue with money at all, but he's, like, a very unhappy man. Right. And maybe maybe it is almost taking a side in a way where it's, like, it's not like it's, like, bad to be rich or anything, but it's, like... Like, money doesn't buy happiness, yeah. and, like, the, the family that happens to be the happiest is the poor one. Right. And, like, they've been married for 10 years, and they're happy, but the one the marriage that's falling apart is the one that's, like, upper and middle class. Right, you know? yeah. Um, so I think they were saying something about that. That's, yeah. that's pretty cool. This is so random. Okay. Did you notice how much red was in this film? Like, splotches. <laughs> No. There was so, like, and I know there's really no connection. Honestly, this might be kind of gross, but I just kept thinking of, like, it, the period, like, red. I don't know. Anyways, it was in every, it was in every shot, something Symbolism. was red. It mm. was either a sweater. There was one part, um, oh. Oh, my God. When they, when it's she, conspiracy f- video. <laughs> when she first went to Jason Bateman's house, um, 
you know how it kept showing like almost a montage of houses um, yeah. On yeah, the yeah, way. Yeah. Mm. Every house either had a red car, a single red car, or a single red tree. Really weird. The mom's sweater of Michael Sarah was red. The boys had red tracksuits. Oh my God. The bike was red. Did there you was... did you read this beforehand? You're like, I kind of noticed the red in this movie. No, not at all. Really? I just like noticed in the it's beginning. It's impressive. I gotta rewatch it now just to it see It was so the red. random. And I, I don't know. I guess it was like... Maybe it is about like... I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't really know. know. You really don't know. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> yeah, I would like Nick's <laughs> listeners to know at one point I was like, I feel so bad for women who like can't get pregnant. And he's like, why? And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> that's not what, okay, whatever. We're not, that's not what happened. <laughs> you better not cut this out. You need to know the truth. Yeah, I make myself look good in this <laughs> podcast. You just cut out everything I say. Yeah. And you just later are like, by the way, guys, do you notice the color red? (laughs) Yeah, that was my point. Yeah, any good point you say. Well, and then I was like holding on to it and trying to make note of it. And then I was like, wait, this isn't like tying together. But then at the end, she rode her red bicycle. And I'm like, bingo. Bingo. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody's listening to this and they're like, this girl like thinks she's like a film critique person. Film wannabe, maybe. Anywho. Yeah. Um, I also like how the dad, like J.K. Simmons, like oh. the dad never like, talks to Michael Sarah no. this whole movie. There's, <laughs> they don't say a single line. And the only time they're ever in the same room is like after she has the baby, he just goes over and just like puts his hand on Michael yeah. Sarah's shoulders and just goes. <sighs> and they just leave. Yeah, that's literally it. And that's just like, I feel like that wraps up, wraps up Michael Sarah just as a person. Yeah. No, yeah, I... That was Love Michael Sarah. Yeah. But <laughs> and I don't think it was necessary that they really had to have any, like, conversation. Yeah. I, yeah. I just think it's funny. Yeah. And you see, like, I think he mentioned him earlier in the movie. He's like, really? Michael Sarah? Like, yeah. He's like, <laughs> wow, I didn't know that kid had him. <laughs> that was a classic. classic. Um, oh, I thought it was cool. From the beginning, there's always, uh, like, images of her like being different and going against the crowd literally the opening credits is like she's walking and the runners are running and she's Mm. walking in the opposite direction of them and then the first thing in the school is everybody's walking this way and she's walking this way like that was before she was even pregnant so that was cool of like that parallel of just like everybody said in michael sarah's mom was like she's just different and like everybody just said like she's just different and like Mm. she is and she kind of just marches to her own tune but like it's so cool. Like, I want to be friends with her. Yeah, she definitely seemed really cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, I agree. That was, I didn't even notice that, but that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, definitely purposeful. Um, what was your favorite character? <laughs> After Liberty Bell, it was probably... <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, excluding Liberty Bell, because that's everyone's favorite. <laughs> um, hmm. Mine's Michael Sarah, I think. I knew you'd say that. He's so perfect. I love him. He just didn't have He's enough perfect. screen time to be my favorite. I'm honestly, it was the stepmom, I think. But Liberty Bell had like no screen time, and she's everybody's favorite. So <laughs> she didn't need it. Um, what was the mom? What's with uh, Allison Janney? Yeah. Oh I don't yeah. Know what her name is, but um, I, don't, I just the stepmom. <laughs> yeah, I just thought she was cool and like funny, but also I don't know. Mm. I mean, I've never had an experience with a step parent, but I'm sure. That's, like, a really tough battle on both ends, like, being a step-parent and being a step-child. And, like, I just love how they depicted that relationship so lovingly. Yeah. I, you can't really go wrong. Everyone is a favorite character. Yeah. Like, J.K. Simmons, great yeah. father. Like, yeah. very supportive. Like, went to, like, when they first met the parents, like, he came with her. 
like her best did, friend like a minor character but like still supportive yeah just supportive like, the whole fun. time like went to when she was giving birth like the yeah. friend came to like they never really fought or anything right. like um even like ellen page like juno like she was just like she was awesome she was awesome um yeah, even that, like, Jennifer Garner, like, that could easily be a favorite, too. Yeah. Like, just, like, a independent single woman by the end and, yeah. like, owning it. Um, yeah. Maybe not Jason Bateman, but even him is, like, not that bad. Like, he's flawed. But, he like, did you, well at the character. Like, you, I don't think you're supposed to ever choose him as your favorite character. You know what I mean? Right. But, like, he did it really well. Yeah. No, yeah. But I feel like, I don't know, he's, like, a flawed character. Right. But, like... He is realistic. There right. are people out there that are like that, and yeah. it's like, I don't know. I don't yeah. hate the guy. I don't hate the character right. necessarily. Like, he seems like he just has a lot to figure out, and he like handled it poorly. Right. Well, even when they were painting that baby room, like um, that was kind of before the scene. Would, that was obviously before the scene with Juno. But I, I like said to you, I was like, I feel bad for both of them, like Jason Bateman and Jennifer Garner. Like, they're two flawed people that just weren't supposed to be together. Like they. Right can be great in their own individual right. ways, but they just weren't supposed to be together. So I think that's kind of how I feel. Right. I mean, that goes back to like that whole theme of like love and like it being impermanent and that's okay. Like mm-hmm. that's like, I feel like that's super true. Like we were halfway through the movie. We're like, yeah, they're just not supposed to be together. That's like fine. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, the, the way they ended it is like probably not the best way that you just like yeah. dipped on like their baby. Yeah. <laughs> but like, but good, she, that would have been way better for the baby, honestly. Like in yeah, the long run. yeah. I mean, ultimately, it will be better. Like he'll figure out his own mm-hmm. shit, and then like she'll be happy with her kids still. Like, yeah. might be harder for her, right. but like it's not like he was gonna be that present anyway. Right. It's not like he was he Clearly. gave a shit about that baby. Uh-uh. So, yeah, I think yeah. I mean, for the best. Like it was for the best. Yeah. So, and I think that's an important message in the movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I want like so. Have you do you know this director at all? Is Jason Reitman? I don't know if you've seen any of his other movies. He did Tolly, which came out like last year. It's with uh, like Charlize Theron. I haven't seen that. Okay, so that movie is is super good, and you should watch it. Okay. Um, but it's about like motherhood essentially, and it's basically like this mom who was like ha- just had her third kid, and it's kind of had like this like a different stage of life, and it's like very relatable to like mothers and like just like the hardship of like going through like a third kid and like right. being so over it and like yeah. your body's just like disgusting and stuff but it kind of plays in this idea of like almost Jason Bateman's character in this movie where it's like she feels unfulfilled with her like mm. previous life and like feels like because so there's like the main plot is like she hires like a night sitter so that way she can like go and sleep and like this like night sitter will take care of the baby so she can like kind of like still have like sanity or whatever yeah. yeah you know so but, like, the character's, like, the, the night sitter's, like, young. And so she kind of sees, like, oh. a younger version of herself in that where it's a life she could have lived right. if she, like, maybe didn't have kids and stuff. And I just feel like he does a good job of, like, playing right. these different points in life. He has another movie called, I think it's The Young Adult. I think that's the one where it's, like, Charlize Theron again. It's, like, mid-20s, and she's, like, coming back to her hometown. And she's in between this life where she hasn't, like, settled down with, like, a husband and or has kids yet, but she's, like not like she's like removed from her hometown and it's like playing with this another period of life huh. and it's like i feel like maybe it's like it's mirroring his own life in a way where yeah. it's like this is the period where he, he is familiar with so he writes about that but i feel right. like he just like he does a really good job of like getting in the mindset of different points of life that's cool yeah yeah so i never thought of that and i think yeah i think initially after the movie i really wanted to like hate jason bateman but mm. like after this and like just thinking on it like yeah I can't blame I I do blame him he's definitely he definitely should have 
before he agreed to put a newspaper ad been like look i'm gonna be honest i don't think i'm ready for this and like Mm. i think we need to work on us and like given her that opportunity before he let it get to that point but like i think that is super just super real and like i could definitely see that being a problem with couples especially this was their first child but like yeah after a couple being like wow like this is kind of you know Mm-hmm. Like people, everybody's like, kids are the best thing that's ever happened to me. And like, if you're the one in that mindset of like, really? Like, this is as good as it gets, you know? Right. And of course, in different ways, but I just finished this book um, by Leanne Moriarty, my favorite author. Well, one of my favorites. Oh, she wrote um, Big Little Lies? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So it's called The Last Anniversary. And she, one of the things she's known for in her books is she has like multiple different characters and their lives intersect at some point. And one of the characters is a new mother who like does not feel an attachment to her baby at all. Mm. And that's a problem that's like never addressed because you're supposed to absolutely adore this thing, you know? And they even said that in Juno of like, Oh, did they? Yeah. They said like, um, how, Oh, that's what Jennifer Garner was saying. Like, they say that sometimes fathers can't love Mm. their kid yet, you know? And that makes sense, kind of, you know? Because it's, like, this alien baby that's, like, sucking all my time and energy. And then it... I don't know. But you just get to see it from her perspective. And, like, it'd be easy to look on the outside and be like, how do you not love your own child? But, like, from her, she she wants to... She You find out she has, like, um, postpartum depression or whatever. So she just, like, can't feel the attachment towards it. So it is. It's just, like seeing how in other people's minds I don't know it's just like it's it's easier to judge them but once you're in their head and realize like wow that's actually very relatable and like right. you never know unless you go through it yeah no I agree I, that's why I don't think like he's necessarily like a, a bad yeah. yeah he's not like a villain there's not really a villain in this movie necessarily it's like it just shows a bunch of people and they all kind of have flaws mm-hmm. like like Michael Sarah kind of had flaws Ellen Page in a way had flaws like right. just like everyone's movie like has flaws in a sense Maybe not J.K. Simmons or the stepmom. I don't know. They, they, they were kind of perfect. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. There's probably something. But just, like, the way they represent these different characters as, like, everyone is, like, a flawed individual mm-hmm. and, like, not everyone makes the right choices. Right. I think, yeah, you can like Jason Bateman to a certain extent, but, like, he, I think the way he handled it was poorly. Like, mm-hmm. he didn't communicate with his wife right. that he was feeling this way, which he should have before they, like, committed to, right. like, putting an ad in the thing or whatever. Right. And, like... The way he like handled the divorce was like not very good, just kind of like leaving her all on her own and right. stuff. Um, but I think like his uh, his emotions and like where he was in in his mental place, I think that's something that's fine. Right, and you shouldn't hate him for that. Right, and it's probably yeah those years of they had said for five years they were trying to have a baby. So when he realized like this probably isn't happening, um, oh shoot, you know I just kind of lost my train of thought. But when I get well, it, well, that's good. Yeah, let me know if you ever. <laughs> when I hop back on that, baby. Yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> well, I do think the ending of the movie was really nice. Mm. The way they played this song, and they literally played the whole song, and it's just like this. They like slowly, the, like it's like a tracking shot, just right. like slowly backing up and like revealing this house that they're like sitting in. Yeah. And I guess it just kind of like shows like there's like a future and like yeah. they're just happy and it was just very cute. Yeah. It's a very like nice bookend to like a movie. Right. I don't know. It just adds like I feel like this movie is very rewatchable. Like I yeah. feel like I just go rewatch that right now and like I find more things and I just like it, I like all the characters in the movie and I just like want to be brought back into that world. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I just I don't know. I really like this movie. No, I'm glad I bought it. I did too. <laughs> no, me too. I yeah, I definitely think it's worth watching and just not I just love when things don't go as you expect them to. But then I I was really scared the whole time that Jennifer 
was going to get screwed over in the end, you know, and mm. Juno and Michael were going to raise the baby, which I was like, I don't know, you know, that just seems right. kind of like it's demonstrating their immaturity. So I don't know how that would be if they're like, yeah, we can take this on. And then suddenly the dad's like, yeah, I'm a board. Cause I was like, that seems unrealistic. So I right. think the way it ended was perfect. And like, right. I, yeah, I totally agree with that. Yeah. Like, I feel like ultimately almost all the characters like made a, a sound decision. Like no, right. nothing was like really like besides maybe Jason Bas- Bateman's character, like, Everyone was like, yeah, okay, yeah, I like, think that worked. Like, the fact that, like, Michael Sarah chose never to saw the kid, it's like, yeah, right. okay, that makes sense. Like, yeah. if he doesn't want to get attached to the baby. She didn't either. And she didn't want to yeah. either. Like, yeah, that makes sense. That's fine if you want to do that. Yeah. And the fact that they give it to the mom, it's, that's a good decision. That's, like, much better than, like, them keeping it. But also, that's not necessarily bad, too. Like, I feel like if, I don't know, like, what do you think if they, if it was different and they, Michael Sarah and Ellen Page actually kept the baby instead? Like, would you not like it as much? I would definitely feel for Jennifer Garner, but I think it displays the maturity and, like, the growth that they've had. Like, they started by, like, yeah, probably, like, immaturely having sex without protection. I mean, you don't really know about that part, but whatever Mm -hmm. happened, and they were kind of, they're very immature in the beginning of their relationship where, like, she just kind of popped by and was like, I'm pregnant, and he's like, oh, and then they never really solidified that they were dating, so then they just kind of stopped talking to each other. Like, that sounds like such a middle school thing of, like, right. oh, well, we haven't talked in, like, two weeks, so I guess we're not together. So, and then by the end, it just showed <laughs> yeah. the commitment and, like, he, him wanting to be there, her deciding, like, a, a lot of just selflessness in the process of, like, her not calling him away from his track meet because she was, like, this was never our baby to have anyways. Like, it was always right. her baby, so, like, what's kind of the point? But he still came anyways, and then... Just them there crying on that bed. Like, not necessarily just sadness, just, like, I'm sure a flood of emotions. Just, like, going through a lot, like, at such a young age. Yeah, Yeah. but I think it just represented their, yeah, growth and maturity. And I don't know, if it had ended with them keeping it, I don't think I would have liked it quite as much. I think it would have been, like, unrealistic. Yeah, unrealistic is probably the best word for that. I don't think I would have disliked it, though, because I think it plays into the theme that, like, people that are older necessarily aren't more mature. Right. And, like, they... Because, like, it goes back to that whole argument that right. the stepmom has with the technician. Like, like these, these like, young, like, teens can, like, take care of a kid. Like, it doesn't necessarily mean they're going to be horrible parents. Right. And, like, there could be older people that, like... Like, clearly, if Jason Bateman was a father, he probably would have been a shitty father. Right. So, it's, like, it's kind of good that he, like, right. dipped out because... Yeah. You know? So, like... I feel like if it ended like that, it's kind of just, like, driving home that message that, like, age doesn't matter. Right. That age doesn't necessarily correlate with maturity. Right. Yeah, I mean, I think if they had changed it and on top of that, Jennifer Garner also turned out to be, like, kind of psycho or or it showed her, like, meeting a new boyfriend in Hawaii kind of thing, you know, then I would have... I just feel like I would have felt a lot of remorse for her, for this thing that she's wanted. Right. I would have felt bad for her. Yeah. Because I feel like every character basically got what they wanted by Mm -hmm. the end. I think so, too. And just, like, thinking of, like, realistically, these two, like, 16-year-olds, like, it would have been a lot on her parents taking care of it. Like, that's why the dad's like, well, yeah, I'm not going to be a grandpa. Like, no. Because I think that's what you see a lot is, like, well, you want the kid to go to college or do some sort of schooling so they don't just like drop out of high school so the parents are taking care of the grandkids you know like obviously I don't think this movie is meant to like analyze that kind of thing but I think it just ended I think it was really good right and one more thing I just want to mention was that I feel like I'm just like really happy that they didn't like shame her Mm -hmm. at all in this movie like 
like when they told the parents, like I was kind of half expecting like the dad to be like, like, why are you so stupid? Like, why did you not like use protection? Yeah. Like, why were you not on birth control? Like he didn't just like go immediately and blame her for yeah. like her being dumb. It right. was just like, it went straight to like, okay, this is where we're at. Like, this is what we got to do. Yeah. And like, even like Michael Sarah never got mad at her for like the choices she made or like right. what she wanted to do. Like everyone's just so respectful of everybody. Yeah. It's almost like this idealistic version of the world because, yeah. like, clearly that does not happen in real right. life, yeah. like, all the time. Um, and maybe that's why this movie is, like, so nice to watch because mm-hmm. it's, like, this is what everyone should be, you know? Yeah. If this is the kind of situation you're in, like, I wish everyone reacted this way, Right. Know? No, I agree. And, yeah, I think it's always, like, in that situation, it is always the girl, not the boy that gets blamed because she is wearing mm. it, like, you know, that kind of thing. Right. And even though, like, she said whatever was talked about at school, it's like, yeah, the people closest to her, like, still supported her and loved her. It wasn't like her best friend thought it was weird and, like, ditched her. You know, it was just, like, a supportive environment, and I like that representation. Yeah. No, I totally agree. Yeah. And I loved the note that tied oh, together. Oh, my God. Yeah, that got me. That, well, that was the unpredictability of, like, I remember when Jennifer Garner was like, the note's for me, and then looked at it, and you didn't see what it said. Right. And I was like, oh, my gosh, you said I'm keeping the baby. <laughs> like, I was like, no. Oh, yeah. And then turns out it was I like, kind of forgot about the note until, like, it came back yes. at the end. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. And I just thought that was so cool because it was like, it's still, when she was giving birth, you weren't sure, like, is this hers or is she giving it away? And then, mm. like, when she was laying in her bed, like, the way the camera was angled, there totally could have been a baby next to her. Like, that's what I was thinking. I was like, mm. is she looking down at it right now? Like, because the way she, and I don't know if that was, like, coincidence or what, but yeah. I just thought that was cool. Because then it was the, like, I guess she was talking. Was she, like, kind of the narrator? I don't yeah. remember that. Yeah. yeah, she was. And she said, like, I decided to not even look at the baby. And then I was like, mm. okay, so she didn't keep it. And then you see Jennifer Garner looking at it. Yeah, and, and I was you're like, like yes! Yeah. We're both, like, cheering. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I love yeah. that. Yeah. No, I agree. I just think this movie is, is very happy. Yeah. And, like, yeah. I don't know if it's, like, totally how everything would play out, like, realistically, but um, I really enjoyed watching it. Yeah, and I think... <laughs> Also, just on the fact of, like, thinking that other people should see it, like, parents and stuff, is, like, if that dad had gone crazy on Juno, you know, about the situation, like, literally nothing would have been different. Mm -hmm. So, like, why not treat them with support and love? Because, obviously, you going psycho on them is going to change nothing. Like, she's still pregnant, and she's... Mm -hmm. Before she even told him, she's like, I've already looked and I've like found a family and I'm going to go with them and I have a doctor's appointment tomorrow. You know, like she did take the steps to show like made a bad mistake that or like didn't turn out well. So like now I'm going to fix it. And like it was just Mm. cool how the dad was like supportive of it. And the stepmom's like, "Okay, well, like you've taken the step like good. You know, at least we're like starting somewhere. And it just shows that like if you just berate someone and blame them, it's like, well, nothing's changed. Like baby's still here. So like you can yell at me, but like. Here it is. Yeah. I think that's a good message to end on. Yeah. <laughs> it's just that, you know, love everybody and don't judge them for the decisions they make. <laughs> so profound. Yeah. I like this movie a lot. Yeah. It's made me very happy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, any closing thoughts? Feel pretty good? Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Do you want to do a little ASMR crack? Oh, oh. that was Nick and that was not pleasing. No. Oh, that's so much worse. No, mine are like, like popcorn. Aesthetic. No. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, you should guys just stop listening to this. <laughs> um, yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> this has been another just special episode. Oh, um, special? Yeah, special summer episode. <laughs> but yeah, thanks for coming on, Jesse. Oh, appreciate anytime. it. Anytime. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, you're never coming back. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. This has been another episode of So What You Think. Bye! Peace. You're a part-time lover and a full-time friend. The monkey on your back is the latest trend. Don't see what anyone can see in anyone else. Here's a church and here's a steeple We sure are cute for two ugly people Don't see what anyone can see in anyone else But they both have shiny happy fits of rage I want more fans, you want more stage Don't see what anyone can see in anyone else